0: S F M Sports Rap.
1: Good evening to you. John Kerrick in for Brad Brown. It's half past six here with SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Plenty to tell you about. We've got hockey and netball, also the latest on the cricket, as well as uh, England take on New Zealand, fourth one Day international on the go in Trent Bridge. Let's start with that netball though. The Spa Protears Netball team are in the Diamond Challenge. They're up against Malawi, world number five as well in Margate. Let's get the day latest. Michael Blissmas, what's happening?
0: Well, an incredible match underway here, John. We're into the second quarter. South Africa leading 21-15 against their arch rivals. Uh, Really, a battle of the African giants here. Both these teams always looking to get one up on the other. And uh, Malawi ranked world number five, South Africa world number six. And uh, they tend to try and play those places as much as possible. They won the first quarter of the Spartacus 13-9. And as I say, they're now leading the second quarter 21-15. 16, But uh, today they've just uh, come into this match with the news that uh, they've got Australian Norma Plummer as their coach officially and full time for the World Cup. And you can see the effect she's had on this team already. Captain Mareto thousand was a bit flat in the first match against Zambia last night, but she's fired up tonight for a match that is really being played at great metropedia by two really, really good teams. 21-15 South Africa leads in the
1: second quarter. And we'll be chatting to Mimim Tetwa, the Netball South Africa president, about that new coach uh, signing uh, later on in the program today. Speaking of new coaches, newly appointed Kaiser Chiefs coach Steve Compella says his coaching experience in the PSL over the years has prepared him for his new demanding role at Amakosi. Compella takes over from Stuart Baxter, who resigned from the position almost three weeks ago after winning two league titles in three years with the Glamour Club. This
2: is where I was born. I played here and I feel It's home and one wants to grow, so one of the reasons is I'm familiar with the environment and I also want to grow even further. Those are my reasons. I'm not going to be aloof and think that all is going to be hunky-dory. No, when things go wrong, they're going to come at you. And as a coach, you just have to take it and I'm ready. I've been exposed to that for quite some time.
1: More from Steve Compella and Bobby Motong later on in the program. Meanwhile, Africa's richest businessman says he's planning to buy Arsenal. Nigerian billionaire Alika Dongote believes that the building of an oil refinery in his homeland will give him the finance to secure a takeover. He's 58 years old. His estimated wealth of 224 billion rand. Says he's supported the Gunners since the 1980s. Dongote is ranked 67th on the Forbes rich list. Manchester City have made an increased offer of more than 35.5 million pounds for Raheem Sterling. That uh, is likely to be rejected by Liverpool. The Reds value the England forward at £50 million. Pounds. Liverpool turned down a bit of £25 million pounds plus add-ons from City last week. It's understood the new offer is a basic £35.5 million. Pounds. It could rise nearer £40 million when various extras are added up. There's Women's World Cup of Football on the go. Uh, big matches tonight. England against Colombia. That's at 10 o'clock. Same time, Mexico against France. Colombia topped that by just one point. They're on four points. England and France both on three points. Mexico just have that one point. So France, England and Colombia all still standing a chance of going through. It's got a FIFA news now. Swiss investigators are busy looking into 53 possible cases of money laundering at FIFA. The investigation is likely to last a long time because they're having to wade through nine terabytes of information that they received from various Swiss banks. Swiss Attorney General Michael Lauber. It would not be professional communicate to you today a detailed timetable. The world of football needs to be patient. By its nature, this investigation will take more than the legendary 90 minutes. There will be formal interviews of all relevant people. By definition, this does not exclude interviewing the president of FIFA, and this does not exclude interviewing the Secretary General of FIFA. Rugby news. French top 14 club Montpellier have confirmed the signing of Bismarck and Yanni Duplessis from the Sharks, both deals for three years. Brothers join their new team, coached by former Springbok coach Jake White after this year's Rugby World Cup. Big news in tennis. Kevin Anderson through to the next round uh, in Queens. He beat Stan Wawrinka 7-6, 7-6. Stan uh, was uh, second seeded there. Gilles Simon also through to the next round. He beat Tanasi Kokonakis of Australia 6-4, 6-2. The women are in Birmingham. Carlos Suarez Navarro is through to to the next round. That's the third seed. Second seed, Anna Ivanovic, though, has been knocked out, as has Caroline Garcia. She was beaten by Clara kukalova of the Czech Republic, 636-love. And golfing news for you. The U.S. Open tees off at Chambers Bay Golf Course in Washington State tomorrow night. Rory McElroy is the favorite, but Tiger Woods at 66-1. to 1. He feels is not just there to make up the numbers. Uh, sometimes you have to make a shift, and I did, and short-term suffering for long-term gain, and I've, I've done this before, uh, but before, when I've made changes in the past, I've struggled through it, um, I've come out with on, you know, on the good side, but I had to make those, it's more of a commitment than anything else, I've uh, got to make a commitment that I have, and things are starting to come together piece by piece, and just you know, all, all the big changes are already in, now it's just refining it, and then actually now playing more golf playing more termic golf because I, I didn't pl- I haven't played that much early in the year and now throughout the summer I've got, I've got a very full s- summer schedule so it'd be nice to get back into the realm of you know playing Termic golf again. The whole of day one for between Sri Lanka and Pakistan was rained out. First test on the go at Gaul International Stadium. So the whole of first day rained out. No such luck for England, though, as they take on New Zealand at Trent Bridge. New Zealand are currently 344 for seven. Uh, four balls left in that inning. 344 for seven. Guptill 53. Uh, McCullum scored 35. Williamson 90. Taylor 42. Elliott 54. Santa's there on 44. New Zealand 344 for the loss of seven or 49 overs and two balls that's just short of seven runs and over that's uh, some of your sport headlines for now we're chatting netball with mimi and tetua in a second safm sports rap you're with safm south africa's news and information leader this is sports rap joined on the line by netball south african president mimi and tetua and uh, a new coach has been announced for netball for the women's national women's netball team mimi thanks very much for joining us who is the new coach
3: Hi, uh, Plama, the coach uh, from Australia.
1: Tell us a little bit more about her.
3: Well, Noma Plama uh, last won the World Cup in 2011 and uh, she, she's one of the uh, most uh, accredited coaches in the world. Uh, she has worked uh, so much, uh, so hard to put Australia uh, where they are in laying the, the best foundation for the other coaches that followed her. She has uh, uh, accepted our uh, request to for her to come and work with our team. Remember, in February... We announced that we had her for two weeks uh, training with the girls. Mm. Then uh, we were still pursuing her and uh, checking if she would, she would be available to take the team to the World Cup. And she has finally said yes, she's available to do so. So yes, that is why we announced her today.
1: What will she bring to the national women's team?
3: Already she is bringing uh, to our team uh, playing with more intensity. I think uh, the girls are more focused. We were struggling, uh, you know, with basics of netball, and uh, what we see from yesterday and today, uh, the girls are really, really in the game now.
1: And uh, how long is she going to be with the team?
3: She's taking the team to the World Cup.
1: Okay, and, uh, and anything after that? Will that be discussed afterwards?
3: We will discuss it afterwards. Right now, we focusing on the World Cup.
1: All right, and uh, and your opinion so far of this uh, tournament that they're in at the moment.
3: It has been very successful so far and we are hoping that it is going to get better and better and by Friday when you come to the finals we hope that you'll be seeing a marvellous netball.
1: There's a big match coming up today up against Malawi. Have South Africa got what it takes?
3: They are playing right now as we speak and Although I don't see what the score The score is 10-7 in favour of South Africa.
1: Okay, we'll have to leave it at that. All the noise in the background. Mimi Antetwa, the Nepal South African president. Thanks for joining us on SportsRack. Okay, well, thank you. SAFM Sports Rap. Newly appointed Kaiser Chiefs coach Steve Compella says he knows that much is expected from him by the team and the fans. The 47-year-old former Chiefs defender vowed to work hard to please supporters and his employer as he was unveiled at a press conference today. Compella says Chiefs chairperson Kaiser Motong once told him and other former players that they are monitoring their progress and if they do well, at some point they'll be given an opportunity. The much-travelled coach and former Bufana Bufana mentor says he has grabbed the challenge with both hands.
2: I wish to say... I'm excited, it's exciting. Since 2009, the chairman had a word with me and he said, you know what, if you guys work hard, there's a home, there's an environment, there's a club for you guys to coach. I went to Platinum Stars. Then I came back, went to Free State Stars, got back, went to all these other teams. And one of the days, I want to remind the chairman, he said to me, we have been monitoring your progress. And as one of our former players, We've been watching what has been happening in your career, and to an extent where we felt it was time to say, come and be part of us, and I'm quite privileged to be here. There's a word that says, to whom much is given, much is expected. This is a massive opportunity, and there's going to be massive challenges, and I have to be ready for that.
1: Campbell is expected to meet his players on Thursday for fitness testing and start preparing for the next season. Campbell says he's ready to work with Chiefs after Hong assured him that support will be integral in ensuring that he settles well at naturina He signed a three-year contract with the 2014-2015 champions and he says that positive results will come if God meant them to come their way.
2: The chairman took me through everything and he made me aware of the challenge that's coming. But that's one profound statement he made. He said, you know what, Steve? Uh, will try to do everything possible. However, if nothing gives, (coughs) God did not want anything to give. So that to me said to me, this team is prepared to do everything possible to achieve whatever is available. Every match, any trophy, whatever you play for in this environment, you just have to understand the pressure. And if you're ready to embrace the pressure, you get into it. But uh, clearly, clearly, where I come from, you cannot you cannot compare. There had been success minimal, by the standards there and the success achieved in this class. previously historically, even last year, it tells you that you gotta be up for it and I, I'm excited, I'm ready for it.
1: Amakosi football manager Bobby Motong says it will be vital for supporters, technical staff, players and everyone at Chiefs to rally behind Compeller and not compare him with former coach Stuart Baxter. He says the former Marisburg United mentor was brought to Chiefs to help the team with more accolades in the future and he was not brought there to fail. He says the fans should show true footballing spirits that they have shown in the previous seasons.
4: I'd also welcome Steve to the family Thank you, sir. and uh, one thing for sure, but those loving supporters out there, players, the tanker staff which will introduce to Steve today, officially. And uh, the support will be immense for him. He'll, he's here not to be set up, I think he's here to take this ship to another level. And I think uh, he'll get all the necessary support from, from the club. And uh, I'm proud that, you know, once more, the chairman has done this in the past, all the years. Uh, obviously, we have brought in international coaches. But this time around, we've got our own. Bring a man like Steve on board, I think it's one of those ways of the Chairman giving back to our own former players. So I think I want to thank the Chairman as well for giving Steve the opportunity. And I'm going to plead with all our supporters, the spirit that we had last season, the spirit we've been having all along should prevail again because this is going to be a very interesting journey ahead.
1: Mutang took the opportunity to wish Maritzburg United well in finding a relevant replacement for Compella. He says the Chiefs' game was a team of choices loss, but they felt the same when they parted ways with Baxter a few weeks ago.
4: Our game, obviously, is uh, uh, Maritsburg United's loss. So I do feel and I do understand what they are going through because uh, <clears throat> we've also gone through the same thing in the past few weeks, losing our coach. But i also like to say thank you for them for having... Uh, uh, Allow Steve to to move uh, to move forward. So I, I do understand that uh, they are also in a very difficult position, but I wish them well in their endeavour to address the challenge they are facing. Right.
0: S A F M Sports Wrap.
1: You're with SAFM Sports Wrap, John Kerrick in for Brad Brown on this Wednesday evening. Good evening to you. Let's talk hockey now. And uh, we're joined by Sheldon Roster, and South African women's hockey coach on the line. Some good news for the South African women's hockey team. Let's get it unpacked with Sheldon. Sheldon, first of all, congratulations. Talk us through what's been happening.
5: Hi there, thanks. Yeah, it's um, been an eventful uh, week. Um, we finished off yesterday with a, a good uh, s- small success against Germany. Being able to uh, draw with them yesterday means that uh, we make the quarterfinal uh, of the World League, um, and still set ourselves up to uh, potentially make a semi for um, for our qualification process.
1: So, just, just remind us again what that has to be.
5: So, we have to come uh, the top four uh, to be able to go through to uh, World League Round Four, mm-hmm. um, and this will set us up um, also, obviously, to to be able to qualify for the Rio yep. Olympics.
1: So technically you're you're one game away then from, from qualification, is that right?
5: Yeah, so tomorrow's game is quite important as it, as it could put us in, into a, a definite guaranteed qualifier. Yes.
1: Who do you come up against?
5: Uh, we play tomorrow against GB, um, uh, quite a uh, formidable team. I mean they, they're quite a well gelled um, group um, and it will be a tough game.
1: How are the girls handling it? It's obviously hard on the body to play tournament hockey like this.
5: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, we've been making sure as a staff to um, you know keep the substitutions going as, as a lot as as possible. That it has it has been quite hot here, so we've been making sure that we're obviously uh, keeping them hydrated, all those types of things, and, and as sharp as we can. Um, I think they they're feeling uh, good at the moment, um, and I think uh, the legs are still still ready to go.
1: When we spoke before the tournament, you were quite confident. Are you still feeling as confident and happy?
5: Yeah, I think at the moment um, we've we've been growing, uh, you know, game by game, and I think that's key in any tournament. Um, doesn't matter which sport it is. So I think you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of growth that's been made individually um, with the team, uh, but also collectively as, as a group. Um, our structure has been working really well for us. Um, and we we feel that we're in a good space at the moment, and we're starting to get a lot of things right. Um, and it's, it's just uh, one more game that we need to make sure mm. that uh, everything clicks and works together.
1: So, it's, I mean, it's obviously it's all about the hockey. But what happens in the off times? What do the girls do? Do they go watch a movie? Do they, or is it all about training and practice?
5: Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of people get uh, the misperception that off. I mean, off, but um, <laughs> on the uh, off off day like today, the girls are. Um, you know, preparing for the next game, so they're all busy watching a lot of video uh, footage on uh, the opposition, whether it be individual, or whether it be uh, focused on their structure. Uh, we have a lot of meetings today to make sure that uh, the individuals know the ins and outs of of the opposition. Um, and there's there's some often downtime, um, you know, that they have a bit of time to watch some TV or. You know, hang around the hotel and that type of thing. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it's it's about getting rest and about uh, preparing for the next game.
1: And uh, some of the players that have stood out for you, somebody that you'd you'd really like to sort of write home about.
5: Yeah, I think um, you know we've we've had a collective effort in the last few games, but I think some individuals that uh, that stand out for the team was uh, Sanahi Mangisha, a goalkeeper that uh, played really well for us yesterday. And essentially keeping out uh, a crucial save in the last uh, dying moments of the game. Um, She's continually making saves for us. um, But also, I think, you know, some of our leaders within the group, group, uh, Nicolene Tablanche, which is the captain of the team, you know, keeps uh, putting in a lot of effort uh, both on and off the field to make sure that the group is staying focused and staying prepared for for the matches. Um, And then someone like Dirkie Chamberlain, which is uh, one of the strikers, um, she's making sure that she's heading up the striker group. and trying to make sure that we keep uh, pushing for uh, some results in, in the circle. Uh,
1: how does, I mean, uh, and uh, I'm going to ask this question for somebody who's never played hockey. How about injuries? I imagine balls to faces, hockey sticks to shins. It it, it must they must all be bruised up by now.
5: Yeah, I think um, the, the game is, is long past the you know the situation where there's this uh, no contact. I think the speed <laughs> of the ball and I think the speed of the play nowadays is, is is quite hard and quite tough. Uh, actually, interesting. Some of the players yesterday said that they they felt uh, quite a lot of uh, bumps and niggles and things uh, from from players giving them a go yesterday. But yeah. um, I think you know the the sport is is uh, lots a lot safer, and they're trying to make it a lot safer in terms of rules. Um, obviously, in terms of equipment, you know, when it comes down to the short corners and things like that, uh, there's there's a lot of protection there that they get to wear. But I think you know it is pretty normal to get maybe. Uh, <laughs> A bump in the rib here, there, (laughs) get a knock on the ball here and there. But um, at the end of the day, I think you know the the, the technical skill and so on of the players here Mm. allows them to be able to you know uh, protect themselves, but also you know uh, get out of the way when they need to.
6: Talk us
1: through the Great Britain game. What do you expect?
5: Yeah, I think it's going to be a a tough game tomorrow. I think um, they they're really uh, structured. Um, They're very focused on 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 their set plays and, and those types of things. So we've been really preparing ourselves to to know the ins and outs and why they do things. Uh we think we have a clear picture of, of what that is and what that may be. Um, and I think, you know, the focus for us is also not just to to keep staying focused on what they do, but our processes and and drive our processes and grow ourselves in our own structure. So I think um tomorrow is gonna be a hard, fast game. Um and I think there's going to be a lot of defending from both ends. Um, because we will be also looking to take our opportunities against them and and have a good hard run against them as well when when they give us those opportunities. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a great game to watch. Um, And at the end of the day, uh, we we know what we have to do, and uh, really focus for that match tomorrow.
1: S A F M Sports Wrap. Boxing South African chairperson and Tumby Ravela describes the return of boxing to S A B C Television as a revelation to South Africa and the country's boxing followers. The S A B C, together with partners Boxing South Africa, the Department of Sport and Recreation, and the Department of Communications, last Friday officially launched the return of boxing to S A B C TV screens as of this month. The former Netball South Africa President Revelle says the past four years have been tough to deal with, but perseverance has been key. Ravela adds the return of boxing will open bigger doors for boxers, especially on the world stage.
6: You know what, the launch today is it's an exciting moment for us, exciting in many ways in the fact that we are back on television and especially SABC, which is a public broadcaster, which means we'll be able to reach out to all South Africans. And the fact that our boxers would now be fighting, knowing very well that we are profiling them and South Africans would know them, in such a way that when they go to international fights abroad, we would support them knowing very well who they are, and and the fact that they would know that they have the the backing of all South Africans. Over and above that, the launch also brings in the issue of the, the, the magazine program, and through the magazine program, we would be actually profiling most of the boxers, clarifying rules and making people to understand what are the rules around boxing, and also bringing in our former boxers also to come and talk about the old days when they used to participate in boxing. But also we will also give in opportunity for amateur boxing to actually also you know, get an opportunity on, 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 on our, our, our slots. So to us it's exciting, it's very much and the fact that most of our boxers who are boxing now or who are fighting now they'd never had an opportunity to to fight in front of South Africans except very few people in a small venue. And as a result, it's only now that they would have that opportunity. Unfortunately for some of them, their term of in boxing it's it's actually going towards the end, and it is so sad for, for that, because the lifespan for a boxer is very short, and I would have loved at least all of them to have had all these opportunities. I mean, the last four years without any television, I think it wasn't good for them.
1: The SABC last aired a boxing tournament in October of 2012 when Noni Tenge lost to American Leila McCarter for the then vacant WBA junior middleweight title in East London after a number of years in the dark. Well, Ravelle says this has been amid preparations for the return of boxing even during a blackout.
6: We have actually in the, in the process and actually I, I wish people could have seen what was happening throughout the country. In most of the provinces, there were lots of activities going on, very good tournaments, tournaments that you would have loved to to see them on television. So in all of our provinces, and except I think for Northern Cape, where we still have a little bit of a problem, and Northwest, but in all other provinces, there have been boxing throughout, Um, and especially Khawdiang and Eastern Cape, which was big, and then uh, followed by uh, um, Free State and also uh, KZN and then Limpopo and also Mpumalanga. So we think now with television coming, and the fact that we want to rotate all of our our fights to all other provinces, we would be able to actually increase participation in all provinces and make sure that there is boxing every weekend.
1: Despite not being able to launch the return of boxing with a tournament, BSA confirmed the first tournament would be live on SABC on June the 26th. Ravela says that she believes boxing will go back to its olden days on their way to reaching greater heights.
6: The tournament that is coming is quite an exciting tournament and and what I like is the fact that it's people, I mean you could see even today here, people don't even know them even if they have been participating in international uh, competition. People still don't know them. And it will be for the first time that people would actually start seeing them. But I think that would bring a lot of excitement because of now, people will start following them. And the other issue is the fact that we have insisted that there should be women also participating on that day and they will be having those women. And for some of the people, they haven't even seen women boxing. So it will actually be bringing those opportunities. I mean, if you think back of the time on Pindile, we were struggling even to get any records for for female boxers within all broadcasters. And now I think with this, able to build profiles of all the boxers and actually even officials. One of the things that is quite interesting is the fact that we don't even know our officials. Some of our officials are top in the world. They even participate internationally but South Africans don't know them.
1: Ravele also calls on both promoters and boxers to use their own commercial rights to attract and secure their own sponsorships instead of relying on Boxing South Africa to secure sponsorships. Ravele says with television now back on, it's time for everyone to make use of the opportunities.
6: I think the issue of so she it comes into two ways There are sponsorships that could come in into Boxing South Africa to support programs of Boxing South Africa. But there should be the sponsors who then support promoters, because promoters are the ones that actually arrange tournaments in the country and also fights internationally. We think by now having television, we would be able to attract more sponsors, both for Boxing South Africa and also for the promoters, but also even boxers themselves. They might actually have an opportunity now to use their commercial rights and start possibly endorsing certain products, which would actually assist them. But all in all, I think coming back of television would open a whole lot of opportunities for all of our boxers.
1: Ravelo, who became the first female boxing South African chairperson ever in the organization's history, also says that there are works currently in the pipelines to focus more on the development and growth of women's boxing in the country.
6: It will be coming very soon because of one of the strategies that we have agreed upon as as Boxing South Africa is to bring in development of women's boxing. But also we want to support that program. We would want to then say to those promoters who are promoting female boxers to say, we would fund you for so much and then this this is the program that you want. So we actually requested funding from Lottery to support women's boxing and we would be using that money to support women within boxing as a whole.
1: SAFM Sports Rap Let's go back to the netball now The Spa Proteas are involved in the Diamond Challenge They're up against Will Number no. 5 Malawi at the Ugu Sports Facility Just outside of Margate Michael Vlismus is there Michael, only, what, 8 points in it?
0: Absolutely, with uh, about 2 minutes 36 seconds of this third quarter left, South Africa lead fifty-one twenty-three. 23 uh, in this match, uh, an absolutely titanic battle. They took a 13-9 lead after of the first quarter, took the second quarter 22-16, and as I say now, leading 31-23 in the third quarter. But really, both teams playing at each other uh, all the time in this match. Uh, so much on the line here, not only who's King of Africa or Queens of Africa, but of course at the World Cup in August, their first match for both teams at that World Cup in Sydney will be against each other. So this really quite a proving ground both teams to see where they are going to that World Cup.
1: Michael, watching it on telly, it looks like it's well supported and also some great sponsorship as well for Netball. It's looking up on the up and up.
0: It is. There's a, there's a lot of local support here, really. A lot of people come out for this match. It's, it's the flagship match of the Diamond Challenge. And uh, and as you say, there's uh, some pretty vocal support for the spa coaches as well. Some good support from uh, the Department of Sport and Recreation in uh, Queensland itself. They are mainly responsible for the fact that such a tournament could take place. Norma Plummer, the Australian coach, saying how vital African competition is like this against the top teams in Africa. Still the standard of African
1: netball. All right, Michael Blismas live there. Just a quick update: South Africa 31, Malawi 23, with two minutes left in the third quarter of their match. South Africa 31, Malawi 23. Cricket update for you: New Zealand scored 349 for seven in their 50 overs. Their fourth One Day International against England. till 53, McCullum scored 35, Williamson scored 90, 55 to Elliott. He's not out at the moment, so he was unbeaten. Uh, New Zealand 349 for the loss of seven. So England need three. 350 rounds to win Thanks to Siobhan for producing the show Reminder about our contact details Sport at safm.co.za Sport at safm.co.za My name is John Herricker Thanks for joining us More sports again tomorrow evening At half past six News now at seven